all of the bears were saying Bitcoin was going to see a drop. Bitcoin amazes everyone and forms a higher high here, breaking through the $7,500 level. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not Bitcoin and stocks are fooling us this month, as we know that there's a 26 million unemployment jobless claims count currently in the books over the last five weeks and the majority of the world is in a global lockdown so how are stocks and bitcoin going up right now we're going to be looking at some very interesting on-chain metrics that i actually found and you can see we've got this december 2nd and this february 12th date highlighted here i want you guys to pay attention to this and stay tuned because the on-chain metrics that I've found is very interesting and it has to do with USDT alongside with Bitcoin spent outputs. And you can see the last time we saw an all-time high with Bitcoin spent outputs was on February 12th, 2020. And you can see that was the top here before we saw a huge push down from that $10,000 level. And we just saw a new all-time high today for that chart so we're going to be going over that stay tuned but first and foremost i want to mention that we do have this cme gap here right around that 8300 to 9100 level so i want you guys to pay attention to that because realize at the end of the day that this gap will most likely have to be filled but it's a question of whether or not this gap is going to be filled now or later once we see one more leg down as we've all been expecting with bitcoin because as you guys know in the macro time frame we've always talked about this we're extremely bullish here you can see so far we're in this bullish symmetrical triangle on a macro this is a daily chart but understand that in my opinion the upside here is very limited with only 25 percent upside compared to 86% downside right now. And so understand at the end of the day, if you want to enter into Bitcoin at these higher levels, you can see this descending support line on this more micro time frame. You can see we're currently at this level that in my opinion is a very high price to enter into Bitcoin for the quote unquote long term when we know that we're most likely not going to immediately break out of that bullish symmetrical triangle in the next month or so as we want to get 70% into that triangle as most triangles 80% of bullish symmetrical triangles when we look at technical analysis it breaks out after that 70% mark and so what I'm talking about here is we have to go at least 70% to the end of this triangle and so if you believe Bitcoin is going to break out right now and that's it the Bitcoin halving or having whatever you guys want to call it it's going to cause this breakout and we're going to see new highs past 14,000. Well, yes, that is a possibility, but I like to be the umpire. I like to take a step back and I like to say, okay, well, if I'm going to enter into Bitcoin, there's a possibility for a 25% return on investment versus an 86% return on no investment, um, basically losing money, then I'm going to say at this point, it is very risky to enter long-term positions. As a matter of fact, for those of you guys in our discord group you guys know i posted a swing trade long-term alert on march 20th when bitcoin was at 5750 i think it was actually at 6250 at the time but we had that 5750 entry fill as well and we just completed all of those targets and so our long-term positions are already in i'm not saying that bitcoin as a long-term hold is a bad thing no we issued this trade on our discord for a reason we issued it when bitcoin 
had a correct and an appropriate risk to reward ratio. I've been trading for 10 years since 2010, almost 11 years now. And what I will tell you is in long term positions, you want to have appropriate risk to reward ratios. So you're not holding on to an asset or commodity or precious metal while prices are going down. You want to immediately be in the positive if you want to hold something long term. And so, yes, we trade the day to day volatility. Yes, we margin trade and we trade ups and downs, shorts and longs. But at the end of the day, the long term positions, in my opinion, were best suited in the 5750 6250 level. Of course, if you were able to get an entry around 4750 3900 possibly, then you're already over 100% in profit. But realize that when it comes to long term swing trades, in my opinion, the risk to reward is just not there. Now, look at this interesting chart. If we look at USDT addresses here, check this chart out. Very interesting to me. You can see the number of new addresses just saw an all time high. And interestingly enough, the last time we saw this all time high was on December 2nd of 2020. When we look at a Bitcoin chart here and we look at December 2nd, 2020, what you can notice is Bitcoin was at the bottom of this initial area where we eventually rallied to that $10,500 level. But it went sideways for quite some time at that range when we saw USDT new addresses reach an all time high at the time. And so interestingly enough, we just saw that reach another all time high today. And so is Bitcoin going to trade sideways below this 100 and 200 day moving average above the 50 day moving average? That's a possibility. But in my opinion, that's not going to happen. I think we will most likely see Further manipulation, as we all know, at the end of the day, when we look at the global economy and where we're at right now, things are very different than what they were like in December of 2019. Most of you guys are in quarantine. Most of us are in lockdown right now. Most of that is not going to be opened up until May 15th. So April is a very prime time for tricksters and company to come in and say we're going to manipulate markets. And so we're going to be looking at the traditional markets today. And I see we have Melvin Tybor Adele and prospect on our YouTube live stream. We've got our live viewers on Facebook and Twitter. If you guys appreciate this content, hit that like button, smash it. Make sure to subscribe to the channel if you guys haven't already. I've done some very extensive research research today. So I'm super excited to continue on to this video, but stay tuned. I have some very interesting charts to show you guys because when we look at hash rate, we're seeing a big drop in hash rate. So I'm going to be talking about that. But first and foremost, I want you guys to look at this crypto in fear and greed index. You can see we're at 20. We're starting to rise up. When people are in lockdown at their house, they're not as scared, right? We're seeing marijuana sales through the roof right now. We're seeing alcohol sales through the roof right now. People are not worried. There's no fear. But guess what? Reality is going to come soon. People are going to have to snap back to reality. And when they do, that's when we're going to see the real repercussions of this tsunami that has hit the world. And we all know it. I'm not going to say the name, but it's the global pandemic that we all are facing hardships on in some way, shape or form. So realize that when we look at this fear and greed index, yes, it's starting to go up, but it's because everyone is in lockdown. When we look at the real fundamentals, realize this over the last five weeks, we've seen over 25 million jobless claims. This is 
ridiculous if you look at a chart here it breaks the chart dating back to 1970 we've never seen something like this in such a short amount of time in the history of the united states not only is this chart breaking records but when we pull up a u.s oil chart you can see breaking records a barrel of oil in 1984 was cheaper or i'm sorry it was more expensive than a barrel of oil two weeks ago or a week ago right that to me shows that there's something going on and for people to say i'm extremely bullish on bitcoin bitcoin is going to go to the moon is in my opinion a little bit far right or far left but it's definitely not realistic because we have to take a step back and say okay i want to be the umpire i want to look at both sides of the equation and we realize that everyone's in lockdown right now yes there might be some fear subsiding the truth has yet to be realized by the majority of people and the majority of companies because the economies are still locked down. We don't know what the tsunami did because we're stuck at home. We don't know how the businesses are going to recoup themselves. When we look at Wuhan, right? When we look at South Korea that are starting to opening back up, we're seeing a major decline in their economic activity. And so, yes, we can use it as a leading indicator, but who knows we can't really trust them in a lot of ways. Not that there's anything wrong with that country, but at the end of the day, they are a communist country and they keep a lot of their press and their analytics and their economic numbers to themselves. And, and that's just the truth, right? So realize that at the end of the day, we have to be extremely careful right now over the next two weeks as earning reports for companies come out. I think that that's going to affect the traditional markets quite a bit and we're going to go back to bitcoin in just a second talk about the hash rate which is showing something that is a little bit worrying to me personally but first and foremost i want to look at the dow jones industrial because we know equity markets are affecting bitcoin right now if you watched our video on monday we showed two very very interesting charts one showing bitcoin's correlation to equity markets and how bitcoin over the last two months since march didn't like to go up while equity markets were going up, but it did go down while equity markets were going down. Now realize Bitcoin has seen a higher level of correction than equity markets so far. As a matter of fact, equity markets, looking at the Dow Jones Industrial, there's a better risk to reward than Bitcoin right now. If we look at the top of where equity markets are right now, we've got almost a even risk to reward ratio. Nothing amazing, but at the end of the day, we're 24% away from that recent top, but we're 24% away from that recent bottom. And that's assuming we don't form another low. Now, when we look at the actual technicals here, I'm going to clear this chart out for you realize. And yeah, that's a little bit subjective because we're taking the top of the Dow Jones industrial. We didn't take the top of Bitcoin, which we could do that too. And Bitcoin, yes, it hit 20,000 at one point. So we can look at the risk to reward there, but we all know we're in that macro triangle trend and we are probably not going to break out of that anytime soon, maybe by the end of 2020, but just not yet. Understand that whatever is happening right now in April, the reason the video thumbnail says April fools is because I think anything right now in April and agree with me or disagree with me. And I'd love to hear your comments or say something in the chat while we're live and I'll address it. But April is kind of unknown in every market and almost in everything right now, not just in markets, but with your job, with a lot of, you know, uh, socioeconomical uh, ramifications that we have yet to see the full extent of. So April, in my opinion, is a perfect time for 
a lot of manipulation. It's a perfect time for us to be fooled in a lot of ways by Trickster and company because we all know they like to come in and fool the retail investors, the main street market, right? It's just how it works. The big banks take from the little banks. So if you guys agree that April is extremely unknown and for somebody to make a strong assumption about equity markets, uh, Bitcoin, commodities, precious metals, it's very, very, very risky. It's a very uh, I would say it's a great time to trade the volatility on margin. That's why if you're in our discord, we started our intraday stock trading. We had an analyst come on board for that. At first, I was actually pushing that analyst back for a little bit because I didn't want an intraday analyst. But now we're posting intraday stock alerts because we're seeing more volatility in equity markets than we are in crypto in some cases right now. So if you guys appreciate all of this, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what do you think about April? Is April... A great time to be in, you know, making assumptions of the market, or is it a good time to take a step back and say, okay, well, things will open up by mid May, and from there, we can start to see what's actually going to happen, right? So, we look at this chart here, you can see Fibonacci retracement to the 50%, we're right below that, below the 50 day moving average in equity markets. Why is this important? Because Bitcoin is going to correlate with equity markets if equity markets start to plummet, and we know that because we cannot sit here and say that Bitcoin is a risk averse asset during turbulent times because we've already seen its reaction to a turbulent time and that wasn't being a risk averse asset right now i'm not saying gold did any better it did sell off too but yes it's recovered and it's at highs that haven't been seen since 2012 but realize that until we can correlate bitcoin to gold which right now we can't we have to correlate bitcoin to equity markets because yes bitcoin is not just a storage of value but it's also a volatile asset. And as you guys know, the Bitcoin halving or the halving, it's coming up in less than 20 days. We looked at a chart on Monday. If you didn't see that video, I'm sorry, on Wednesday, if you didn't see that video, watch that video. We looked at what happened in 2016 before this monumental event occurred. And what we saw was a huge influx in interest about the Bitcoin halving or halving. But by then it was already topped out and it sold off and the smart money came out while the while the foolish money came in, right? So that also a bit concerning. I know everyone's bullish right now. I already talked about Bitcoin seeing 8,000 possibly over the last three weeks. We've, we've been talking about that bearish wedge that was forming, that bearish flag and how the potential of it hitting 8,000 is highly probable. But realize that when analysts are saying we're going to 10K, we're going to 20K, we're going to a million that to me is a little bit far right or far left. It's just not realistic. So you look at the fib retracement, we're struggling to get above that 50 to get to that point uh, six one eight level right now. And when we look at market structure, you can see here we're in this parallel channel. This is the cues, by the way, this is the tech stocks. So I didn't actually want to show you guys this immediately. I wanted to actually go into this chart first, but realize that we're in a bearish flag when it comes to the Dow Jones Industrial and we're staying below that 50 day moving average right now. And we already broke outside of this bearish flag. See, the patterns in the Dow Jones Industrial are a lot more important than the patterns in Bitcoin because Bitcoin's a $100 billion market. The Dow Jones Industrial is a trillion, multi trillion dollar market. The equity markets in general are trillions and trillions of dollars. So the movements here are quite substantial and quite important. So when you look at market structure, we broke down from this bearish red wedge. We didn't break up, right? And so if we're seeing any correlation with Bitcoin and equity markets, well, guess what? I would assume that at one point or another, we're going to break down. Now, here is the bullish side of the equation, because remember, we have to be the umpire and take a step back and not just say, oh, 
all hell is going to break loose here for a Bitcoin and we're going to see 2000, right? No, I think the 200 week moving average is a great entry for Bitcoin. It always has been. And for those of you that were in our discord, you guys know I posted the long term entry on March 20th at 62.50 and 57.50. At least those were the two that filled. And I also posted an Ethereum long term entry. All of these have hit targets starting yesterday. We just hit 7700. I took my long term positions 90% off the table and I will rebalance once we get into more appropriate zones. But realize this at the end of the day, when we look at the Dow Jones Industrial, we have broken out of this flag. Is that bearish? In a certain case, it is. What is the bullish scenario here? If we break 24,000 Dow again and we break this high and we go above that 50 day moving average, then we can start talking about a possible bullish scenario, right? But for now, if we were to say, okay, well, how could Bitcoin have a bullish case? Well, here's two ways Bitcoin can be bullish. Number one, it recorrelates itself with gold. We know gold is at all time highs that it hasn't seen since 2012. Okay, well, gold has more than doubled in price since its uh, lows um and above and above all of that what gold has really done is it's risen above all of its moving averages right so bitcoin could eventually break this 100 and 200 day moving average then i might start to look at bitcoin as being potentially bullish and potentially coming to correlate with gold but here's another part of the market that bitcoin can be correlating with so we all know amazon recently hit all-time highs so this is the tech subsector in the stock market, right? This is what's bringing the market up right now. And this is one of my leading indicators. It's not my favorite. It's one of my favorites, but it's not my favorite. I know some of you guys in the comments on Wednesday said, oh, I thought you said the, uh, you know, the uh, Russell 2000 was your favorite. Yeah, the Russell 2000 is my favorite because those are the smaller businesses in our economy. And those are what make up the backbone of the US economy. But the tech, that's its own separate ball game and at the end of the day it's probably one of the most you know uh the most looked upon portion of the market and so this is microsoft apple this is what we're looking at that subsector you can see very bullish right bitcoin that's part of tech you could argue that bitcoin is part of tech right so maybe bitcoin is following the nasdaq maybe bitcoin is following microsoft apple google right because it's a tech you know, if you were to label it in the stock market, it'd be part of tech, right? Because remember, Bitcoin is not just a storage of value. We can't just say it's like gold. It's also a volatile asset. So we have to say, what is it compared to in the volatile asset sectors? It would be tech. Well, guess what? Tech is above all moving averages. Tech does look very bullish. Matter of fact, we're forming a very bullish pattern just alone right here where we've got this rounding bottom forming here. For those of you that don't know what a rounding bottom is, if you are in our discord and you go to our education, I'll show you guys the rounding bottom is potentially forming here. Does that mean Bitcoin could potentially be in a bullish trend? Well, if we break out as a rounding bottom is supposed to break out with the tech sector, then it could possibly be that Bitcoin is in a bullish trend. But here's how the markets work. They have to pick one side. You either, you either follow the, 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 the Russell 2000, you either follow the transportation sector or you follow um you know uh tech right so they have to choose one so when we look at other market leading indicators what you'll notice is it's only tech showing strength you look at the russell 2000 here right my favorite market leading indicator 
because it's the backbone of the US economy. Without these small businesses, spending goes down, investments go down, a lot of things, employment goes down, right? So a lot of things go downhill without these companies below all moving averages inside of a bearish flag right now, not looking so good. When we look at the transportation, the airlines not looking so good. Matter of fact, it's almost looking as if they broke this trend down and they're coming to fall back down for another low. See, so the market has to choose where does it want to go? And here's my assumption, just being in the financial markets for such a long time, being in traditional markets since 2014, trading Bitcoin in 2010, I've seen the markets ebb and flow as they always do. And what I'll tell you is all I can say is here's the numbers and you're able to make an assumption out of my umpire point of view, right? And so what I'll say is this, April is a perfect time to manipulate the markets after seeing record declines in record speed, right? We saw almost a 37% decline in these major indices in less than two weeks when it occurred. It's April is the perfect time while everyone's home and locked down to go ahead and say, all right, let's do some sort of manipulation here. Some of us need to cut our losses. Some of us need to do something here. And so why not go pump the stocks that people actually think are gonna see all-time highs during a global depression, right? Netflix, Amazon, right? So why not go pump these stocks up to all-time highs when in reality, if we're in a global depression, I don't care who you are, Amazon is not gonna be at all-time highs. And so my assumption is they chose the tech sector for a reason because April was a great time to manipulate markets. And at the end of the day, when we look at the other leading indicators, they're showing bearish signs. They're showing a lack of strength and they're showing that they're being held by the neck right now by tech. And at one point or another, rationality needs to kick in. And that's when we're going to see a huge, huge wave of rationality come into the markets. And whether that's to the upside or downside, in my opinion, with 25 million people filing jobless claims, this could be worse than the Great Depression, just like Ray Dalio says, just like Mark Cuban says, he's all cash right now. These are interviews that they've done in the last week. If you guys agree with me, say something in the chat. Henry on YouTube says, April was when Litecoin led the crypto market back in 2019. Majoran on YouTube says, if the government is printing lots of fiat, wouldn't Bitcoin go up since it can't be printed like fiat? Well, we have to be careful here because at the end of the day, we've been printing and we're actually deflating right now with our currency. It's actually not uh, inflating. If we look at the US dollar here and we look at what's happening, you can see the DXY, which compares the US dollar to the major currencies in the world. What you can see here is we're actually seeing uh, some strength right now with the US dollar because 70% of global currency is in US dollar and global trade is in the US dollar. And so realize that when people have uh, any sort of fear, they're going to flock to the US dollar. That's why we saw back when the stock market bottomed in March, March 24th, banks were saying that we're running out of $100 bills, right? So uh, at the end of the day, realize that there's going to possibly be another liquidity crisis when rationality comes into the market. And so the reason the title of this video is the way it is and why I'm saying that April is a very, very, very weird month and we have to be very cautious is because not only was oil cheaper in April than it was in 1984, but jobless claims are peaking to a point where we're breaking charts from the 1970, dating back to the 1970. And then on top of that, we're seeing the markets go up, right? But here's why, in my opinion, everyone's locked down, everyone's at home, 
and the rationality has yet to kick in. It's a perfect time to manipulate things. If you guys agree with that, say something in the YouTube chat and I will be going over the very interesting chart that I just saw today with hash rate. And it's something we've been talking about in just a sec. MSD Cadden says, hey, now you're stacking your Satoshis. Listen, my long-term entries came in at 57.50 and 62.50. Unfortunately, I didn't get as much in as I wanted to. At this point, at 7,700, that was my last take profit. I'm 90% out with 10% still in there. And I've got take profit, stop loss still in place. So no matter what, I'm good. Listen, I'm not entering the market when there's 25% upside and 85% downside like you guys saw earlier for a long-term position. What I'm going to do is short and long the market with the daily volatility because we know there's opportunity there versus saying, I want to put long-term positions in right now while things are up, while everyone's saying, oh, the Bitcoin halving, it's coming up in less than 20 days. It's the time to get in. It's the time to get in. Well, those are the ones that get their monies taken right out of their pockets by smart money and they become the foolish ones, right? So understand that we have to be very careful. Buddy says Ramadan Mubarak. Happy Ramadan to those of you celebrating that holiday throughout the Middle East. Now, I want to go ahead and finish off here. We've got our Bitcoin chart. And so realize this. We've got this Bitcoin halving or halving coming out here in less than 20 days. So what that means is the supply of Bitcoin is going to be cut in half. I'm sure you guys know. I'm not going to go too much into it, but from 12 Bitcoin to six and a half Bitcoin or 12 Bitcoin to whatever. So we're getting cut in half, right? So that means that the miners that are putting all their hash power, all, all their money into electricity, they're not going to be receiving as much Bitcoin. They're going to be receiving 50% of what they were receiving prior. All of the mining pools, they're getting cut in half, right? They're getting a 50% pay cut. Well, guess what? A lot of times they need to cover their losses. They have overhead expenses. They're the ones producing Bitcoin right now. They have the ability to dump Bitcoin right now. Well, guess what? If you want to sit here and tell me that we're in a bullish trend, then why do we have record USDT numbers right now? Not only do we see the number of new addresses showing new highs, but there's a record number of US dollars on exchanges, not in Bitcoin right now, waiting for a lower price, in my opinion, not a higher price. It wouldn't make sense for the smart money to come in at a higher price, a lower price, right? So what's happening right now is the Bitcoin whales, are the miners trying to pump Bitcoin as much as possible right now in order for them to get as much out of it before they get a 50% pay cut. Very big possibility. Yes, I know there's a lot of bullish trends here. Yes, I know we look at the weekly chart and we've got one, two, three, four, five bullish candles in a row. Yes, we're above the 100 week moving average, right? So there's a lot of bullish things here. But at the end of the day, there's also a lot of bearish fundamentals and the fundamentals are controlling things more than the technicals right now. Understand this. Remember, we talked about this. Why did Bitcoin break out of this bear flag? And when you say, oh, it didn't break out. Yes, it did. It broke out. I don't care if it was for a minute or for 10 seconds. The point is we had a candle close, a body close under that support level. Why did that happen? Weakness. But then we saw a pump up, right? That's why on the video thumbnail, we've got a Bart's head. Is that going to be now or is it going to be later? We don't know. But the point of that was to realize that there's manipulation. Smith on Twitter says vibes. Make sure you guys, if you guys are enjoying this content, I'd love to hear from you in the comments, in the chat, uh, like the video, subscribe and turn on your post notifications because we go live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, but I'm going to be wrapping up here. So 
check this out. This is what we were all waiting for. Stay tuned here because look at hash rate. This is what we've been waiting to see. What's going on with hash rate? Why did we just see a huge drop? Are the miners saying, okay, that's it. We're done. We're shutting operations down. Matter of fact, I saw in a headline recently, there was a, a, a mining, a huge, huge, huge uh, mining company shutting down, right? Why is hash rate plummeting right now? We broke all these levels of support. We had all of these higher lows, higher lows, higher lows, and we just formed a lower low, the first lower low. What does that mean? Well, that's a reversal in my books. That's a double top potentially here in my books. So are we bullish long-term? Yes. Are we bullish short-term? Neutral, not bullish. Let's be the umpire. At the end of the day, it's April. Everyone's at home, locked down. Alcohol sales are up. Marijuana sales are up. People are not fearful. They're not freaking out. Perfect time to manipulate the vulnerables. So understand with hash rate starting to form lower lows, you can see initially we were in an uptrend. We formed a lower low. You can see the last time that happened, we were up, 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 lower low. And then we eventually formed another lower low. And then we eventually bottomed out. So look, something like this could happen again, where we see another low here before we see any upside. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, understand at the end of the day, we have to look at this market from the point of view of uh, being neutral here and not bearish or bullish because that would be irrational. And from what I'm seeing right now, there's a lot of signs of potential manipulation right now. And when we look at potential ROI, it just doesn't look right even in the macro charts. 25% to 86% downside for a long doesn't look too appetizing to me. That's why we made sure to enter down here below 6250 because I knew if we were to go up, then that was the proper risk to reward. And we even got a position at 5750 at that point. So realize at the end of the day, we have to take a step back from this and say, okay, 25 million jobless claims here. Most of these people are still home. All of these companies are still shut down. Only essential businesses are open. Do we really know the full extent of this tsunami that started in the beginning of March in late February? No, we don't. And until we do, we need to be rational and be careful. And on top of that, in my opinion, the best thing to do is trade the day-to-day -day volatility. If you guys are getting our BitMEX signals, our Forex signals, our stock signals, you know we're getting amazing opportunities on a daily basis. And that's the beauty of trading markets. I'm going to be giving away this book before we wrap this video up to one of you guys watching live, Principles by Ray Dalio. All I need you to do is answer one of these questions and make sure to like the video right now and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already and make sure to join our discord because that's where you'll send me your information if you win this book. And the question is going to be this at the end of the day, when we look at the overall picture here, is it going to be a more certain time in April or a more uncertain time based on the fundamentals? It's a very simple question, uncertain or certain. And whoever answers that right wins this book. Let's see who here.